Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey, and today I'm coming to you with a movie review. A movie I went to the theaters yesterday and saw, The New Mutants. Uh, so I'm going to get right into this film review. I uh, took my son to go see it yesterday, um, which was a long journey to get here. And, you know, it came out, what, two weeks ago, I think? Uh, I missed it. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Maybe it was a week ago, week and a half ago, whatever it was. I missed it. Um, and so I've, I was able finally to watch it yesterday. I'll get right into the storyline directed by who and the budget, all that, all that cool stuff. So five teenage mutants, Mirage, Wolf, Spain, Cannonball, Sunspot, and Magic undergo treatments at a secret institution that will cure them of their dangerous powers. Invited by Dr. Cecilia Reyes to share their stories, their memories soon turn into terrifying realities as they start to question why they're being held and who's trying to destroy them. Uh, initial release was um, August 26, 2020. That was in France. Uh, it was directed by Josh Boone. Uh, its budget is $67 million, and its production company is uh, Marvel Entertainment, 20th Century Studios, Sunswept Entertainment, and Genre Films. Uh, so let's get into the scores real quick. Uh, this got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 4.2 out of 5 on Facebook, 80% like this on Google. Let's get into the Rotten Tomato scores. Um, it's got a 32% on the tomato meter, so pretty negative. Uh, audience score is a little bit more divisive um, at 54, you know, so 54% like this movie. So it's it's almost half, a little bit uh, a little bit above half, but you know it's close enough to saying half. Uh, as far as who stars in this movie, um, I'm probably gonna butcher some names. Just letting you know, Maisie Williams plays Rain. Um, Anna Taylor Joy plays Ileana. Uh, Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things plays Sam. Alice Braga plays Doctor Ray's. Blue Hunt plays Danny. Henry Zaga plays Robert Da Costa. And Adam Beach makes a cameo in this movie as well. Um, and uh, as far as what, what it's done at the bots office, I'll get into that real quick. It has made uh, 12.3 domestically, 8.5 internationally, and its current total right now is 20.8 worldwide. So... As far as the numbers go, you know, it costs 67. Uh, it's, it's at 20, almost 21 million. It's, but we're in a pandemic. So it could eventually make its money back, I suppose. I don't see a lot of people going to see this movie. I didn't see a lot of people going to see it to begin with just because of everything it had to go through to just get here. Um, but I, I will say this for it, you know. I didn't expect much. I went within with no expectations. My son was more excited than me. Uh, he liked the movie better than I did. I'll go. I will give his score real quick. He gave it a four out of five. That's what he gave it. Me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk a little bit about it. Um, first of all, it starts. It kind of starts like Twister. <laughs> Honestly, if you've seen the movie Twister, you know that opening with Joe. It starts off like that. You feel like there's a twister coming. 
and you feel like her dad is trying to, you know, it, it feels exactly like the movie Twister. I, I'm not joking. I'm not lying. I, it just, it's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the, the of Twister, the opening. Um, and then after that whole thing, she wakes up, you know, and she doesn't know where she is. Um, she's in this institution and with these other four kids and she doesn't know why she doesn't know who this doctor is, you know, and you, you get to the point where they're introducing these characters. Um, and you know, they're kind of cliche. Two of them definitely are cliche characters. Uh, Ileana and what was his name? Um, Roberto. Yeah, they're kind of cliche. Uh, Roberto is the I'm rich, I'm a dick type character. I'm the asshole of this group. <laughs> you know, I'm better than you. Uh, that's the kind of character he plays at the beginning. That's who he comes off as. Ileana plays the bitch, basically. Uh, she's She comes off that. She's blonde. She's, you know, she's got that attitude. Like, I'm better than you, too. But really, these are fronts. They have walls up. These two characters have walls up. And I, if they wouldn't have had walls up and this has been who they were, I probably would have disliked the movie more than I did. Uh, but they, they were, there was walls up. They were protecting themselves from stuff they hide inside. Uh, but I will say this about this movie what this movie did the best it gave me nightmare on elm street three dream warrior vibes i I, honestly it felt like these were kids who were the same not i won't say same kids but these were the kids very similar to dream warriors and when i say very similar i just mean how they come together and not their powers but how they finally do come together and fight off this evil um that reminded me of dream warriors. And this is why I like the movie as much as I do because of the vibe that gave me, um, as far as, you know, performances, I think honestly of these mutants, these new mutants, I liked every character. I didn't like the, the cliche characters in the beginning, but by the end of the movie, I was like, I like these people. I like that. There's this direction. Cause this did not feel like an X-Men movie at all. And you know, well, it's kind of a horror film, so of course it's not. But yeah, but it didn't it didn't feel like a superhero film to me at all. It they were blurring the lines a bit with this, but it just didn't feel like a superhero film. You know, it definitely didn't feel like a Marvel film, but it didn't feel like a Fox film either. You know, it it just didn't. You know, and you know, it's got some bad scores, no doubt. I mean, 32% of Rotten Tomatoes, that's 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 not good. 54% liked it, you know as far as the Rotten Tomato scores from the audience, but 80% on Google liked it. So I, I tend to be more towards Google because um, I did enjoy the film. But I will say this, first half of the, not first half, but first act, first 20, 25 minutes, I'm bored. Now, <laughs> if you already checked out, that, and I, I won't say I checked out, but I was bored and I was like putting my head down. It's like, I, I kind of just want to fall asleep to this movie. Um, but by the end of the movie, I appreciate what they did because they took their time developing the characters. And I appreciate that. It's just they kind of did it in a boring way. Um, for me, anyway, it was boring. Uh, but once you get to that second act and, and things and the Dream Warrior vibes happen, that's what really clicked with me. 
that's what really got me into the film. It was with the Dream Warrior vibes. And then you get the final act where they're fighting off this evil. Um, you know, I like that aspect. I, I really enjoyed second act and third act. I, I would say second act for me is probably a four or 4.5. I would say the, the last act probably a 3.8 or something, something like that. So if you skip that whole first act, it's a shorter movie. It's an hour. It's a, it's a pilot to a TV show. I loved it. But obviously that first act happens and it, it, it just, I guess it makes you more interested in Danny, her character. Um, you know, uh, cause it, it's, it's, it all revolves around her. And this whole movie revolves around her. But as far as the new mutants go, and there is connections to the X-Men. They show some stuff, but it's not the actual X-Men. And I don't know where this... I don't know if this is taking place after Logan or Apocalypse. I don't know exactly time frame, because it doesn't give you like a year. I don't know what time frame this is. I'm assuming it's after Logan. But I can't say the world looks like that world because we don't actually see that world. Um, you see the opening, but you don't really see the, the world itself because they're in like this institution throughout the whole film. You know, it, it is very much grounded like a horror film. And but I would say that they didn't truly go horror. They went halfway horror and halfway super superhero, a comic book film. Even though it didn't feel like a comic book film, but it, it was. You know it is. And, and they don't really go full comic book. But they don't go full horror film either. They kind of it's 50-50. Um, and you got to pick a lane. You, you, if you want to do a horror film, you got to do a horror film inside a comic book film. But you can't do both. And I think that's where this movie tried to do both, and it probably failed. And I think that's why you get your negative reviews. Uh, I'm not going to be negative about it because I enjoyed it, but I would say if this somehow did get a sequel, you got to pick a lane. And I think your lane would be a comic book film uh, after this because you're not trapped anywhere. You know, you these characters wouldn't be trapped somewhere. You know, they just wouldn't be. They would be doing whatever they're doing. But as far as these new mutants, I cared, I cared about the characters. I... Um, Ultimately, I did. I wasn't caring about them at the beginning, but once you get to know them, you're like, okay, yeah, I understand why you're acting like a douchebag earlier. I, I get it. You're you're you got a wall up. I understand now. Um, you know, I found the characters interesting. I found they all had something they were ashamed of. Um, they all hurt someone before. Um, you know, and it comes back. You don't really. And here's one thing I did not like about it, the film. Because we don't know. We don't know who's uh, sending these messages to Dr. Race. Uh, but it comes to a point in time, she's wanting, she's getting the word to uh, terminate one of the, you know, patients. And um, she's got to make a choice. Does she comply and, and terminate this patient or she try to fight for this patient? So, but you don't ever figure out who is actually doing that. So that's kind of a downside to, to this film movie. You don't find out and you may never know because it's probably not going to get a sequel. I mean, I don't know. We're not. I mean, Marvel may do something. They may, they may do a TV show out of this. I think, it was, I think you know, I've heard people talking about X-Men and say it worked better as a TV show. 
I think New Mutants would work really well as a TV show. I I I, I believe that. But I had fun with this movie though. I mean, I, like I said, I love the Dream Warrior vibes, and that's what kind of clicked for me to get invested. And then once I got invested with that aspect, I got invested to the characters and I was invested through the third act. And I will say that was the largest bear I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> oh, man, I love that scene, though. I love that. Oh, I loved I loved the final act. I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed, you know, playing on fears, you know, because like I said, Dream Warriors, that's what Freddy did. That's what this person this evilness was doing was playing on their fears and uh, i enjoyed seeing what their fears were uh but you know i mean is everybody gonna walk out of this movie and be like i, I enjoyed it no of course not i mean you walking into an x-men movie you're gonna expect x-men you know and if you walk in it like i walked in it with no expectations and i haven't expected an x-men movie in quite some time but let's not say I hated the X-Men movie. I I like a few of them. I really do. I like the first film. I like the second film a lot. Uh, the third film, I'm not a fan of. Last Stand, didn't like it. Um, let's see. Then they went back. They did the prequels. I like those. Uh, you know, I like the Wolverine movies as well. Um there was one film, I think it was Apocalypse, I just didn't really care for. I don't think I cared for that one. Um, but I'm not trying to get on the X-Men films. I, the last one I enjoyed. I didn't think it was perfect, I but I enjoyed it. Uh, I feel about... I would say I like that one better than this one, I would say. Um, by a little bit, not a lot, by a little bit. But a lot of people hate that one too. So I'm in the minority when it comes to films like this. Uh, the ones I hear lately, I like. Most people don't, or it appears that way. Um, but I enjoyed this movie. Like I said, and maybe it is because of it, the Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 vibes. Maybe. I mean, that's what got me intrigued in the beginning. But once I got past that point and actually you know, was viewing it on its own merit, I was actually enjoying myself. I, I was having a good time with this movie. Uh, is it the perfect movie? No, I'm, I'm would never say it's perfect. But you know, you I, I look you gotta look at it from a kid's eyes too. You know, you're getting these kids that are going into these movies, um, they're having a good time, and then that's what it's about for me anyway. When I take my son to go see something like this or anything really, uh, if he has a good time, then I'm having a good time. Really, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm. It's not a cop out or anything. It's just seeing my son happy, seeing him smile, watching a movie on the big screen. It, it, as a father, as any parent, you know, it, it brings a smile to your face. Whether I loved it as much as he did or not, it really it brings a smile to my face. And he had a blast with it. And like I said, he gave it four out of five. I'm not going to give it four out of five, but he had a blast with it. And that's that, that's important. That's 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 cool to, to watch your son or child, uh, have a good time. Uh, but I will say this, I will say this in closing, um, how they leave this movie, uh, cause there's no end credit scene. Uh, by the way, if you do end up going seeing this movie, I mean, you don't have to wait for the credits to roll. Um, there's no end credit scene, but way it, le it leaves it open for another movie, obviously, but it doesn't, 
you don't have to have another movie. Like it definitely leaves it open for another one, but it also it could be over here. You know, these characters can go on and do whatever they want. It's not necessarily saying, "Hey, we're going to do another one." It could be it could be closure. I feel they have closure. They have a new beginnings. Um, but I'm not going to tell how it ends. I'm not going to tell you if someone dies. I ain't going to say any of that. I'm, you know, there is one cool death in this movie though. Uh, I loved it as I, I'm not going to go into it, but I really love that scene when it happens. You'll know what I'm talking about when it happens uh, from, you know, I love creature films, monster films, right? And when this thing's coming and it grabs one of them and, you know, I'm just, for me, a fan of those type of movies, seeing that type of scene, I loved it. I had a blast with that moment. But, you know, it. I would like to see a sequel to this. I really would. Do I think I will get one? Probably not. I, you know, it just does not feel like it's going to make money. I think they just kind of threw it out there. It's like, okay, this isn't this isn't our best work. So, and it's not their best work. But at the same time, I mean, it's a shorter film. It's like 90-something minutes. So, you know, it's it's like a traditional horror film time, time frame. So you're not going to get like a two-and-a-half-hour horror film, even though it's not fully horror. But, you know, you know what I mean? You, you didn't pick a lane, but still, you're not going to get – it's got horror elements. It's got horror scenes in it. They play on fears. So with that being said, you know, that's cool. I, I like the horror stuff in this movie, though. There wasn't really any jump scares as far as I can remember. I didn't feel they were jump scares. Uh, my son was like worried about that. It's like, they're going to be jump scares. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get scared. And I'm like, it'll be fine. It's PG-13. It's Marvel. Not technically Marvel, but, you know, it's Marvel. It's a Marvel property, you know. And it is technically Marvel now, but it is a Marvel property. But I, I had fun with it. Um, didn't think I would. Uh, I was actually anticipating this movie when it was first announced. Uh, X-Men film in the in the X-Men universe, but a horror film. Uh, so I was like, I mean, I know it wasn't going to be full-blown horror, but I was like, that'd be cool to see, you know? But anyway, I, I, had, I had a good time with this movie uh, for the most part. Um, you know, it, it definitely checked off some things I wanted to see uh, as far as narratives go. Uh, but you know, it, it felt like a, for me, it felt like a pilot to a TV show, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. It, it just, it kind of felt like that. I felt like if you do anything moving forward, you'd be best to do it as a TV show. Um, I just, I, I feel that way, but I don't know. I don't know what their plans are with this. I don't know if we'll get another new mutant film in the, future we haven't even i mean i don't know how they're gonna bring in the x-men uh to the marvel cinematic universe so oh, i'm looking forward to it though whatever they do with it um i'll be there watching it you know and but i will say this my son had never really seen any of the x-men films he's curious to watch x-men now so that's one thing it did for him you know he's he's wanting to watch x-men films because he he really only watches the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. And uh, he hasn't even seen all of those, but that's really what he gets into. Um, he's seen 
a couple of the DC movies, um, but not a whole lot. You know, he he's a Spider-Man kid. Like he he loves Spider-Man. But anyway, I'm gonna close this out. I'm gonna give you my scores. Uh my score for this movie for the new mutants is a three. I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna give it a three. Three markouts out of five. I'm gonna give it three markouts, which is a positive review. It's not a negative review. It's not the best thing, but it's not the worst. There were some things I really liked about it, some things I was like shaking my head over. Mainly that first act, though. I mean, that it was it was boring. I was like, please, something happened. Just let something happen. Something interesting happened. But you know, they were uh, doing some character development, and I'm not saying it was terrible character development. I'm just saying I just didn't care for the most part. Like. Uh, Danny, I I know I'm supposed to care about this person, and I, I, I'm trying to, but I really don't. For she's not my favorite character at all. Uh, I feel for her, you know. I mean, she just—I'm not gonna say anything, but she goes through a traumatic experience. I feel for, her, but I'm not gonna say she was my favorite character. She actually wasn't. It, it comes down, honestly. If I'm being honest. My favorite character in this movie. Um, uh, I like Rain a lot. I, I, I liked her a lot. But I tell you, I like Ileana. Rasputin. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. I liked her. And I hated her at the beginning, but I really ended up liking her character. It was I, I thought she was cool. I guess Sam would be my favorite. He's the guy from Stranger Things who I don't like in Stranger Things. He's also from Kentucky which is where I'm from. So maybe I'm being biased there, but I liked him. I liked him in, in this movie. Uh, I thought he showed more acting range in this movie than he does on Stranger Things. Because he's kind of the weakest one on Stranger Things for me. He's not interesting at all on Stranger Things. To me, he's not. To other people, he may be great. But to me, I, I, there's no connection. But in this movie, I was I was connected to, to Sam. He's got a cast on throughout the whole movie. I, I really was connected to his character, and I, I I appreciate his character, and I appreciate this movie. I do, even though it may not be the greatest. I appreciate it, and that's and this is the last Fox film, as far as X Men universe goes. I don't know. I mean, yeah, this is it. This is it. You know, there's not another Deadpool coming. There's not another Fantastic Four. Not another X Men Wolverine. Nothing like that. So this was it. Uh, for me, it doesn't go out on a high note, but it it, it satisfied me. I mean, it, you know, it kept me intrigued for most of the movie. I I don't hate it like some people do. Um, it's got its problems, but overall, I mean, I had fun with it, and and I think I'm being lenient towards it. I, I maybe I am. I kind of think I am, but because I don't like to hate anything, but. There's just certain things you just hate. This wasn't one. Like, I think it's better than X-Men Apocalypse. I think it's better than X-Men The Last Stand. Those were the worst, for, as far as I'm concerned. Last Stand probably be the worst. But, you know, I, I think those were the worst films. All the other films, uh, they're passable. They're watchable. And if I had to say, then I guess I would say New Mutants is probably at the, at the bottom of the good stuff I like. But still, it left room for improvement, and I like that. So as far as I'm concerned, this was a very watchable movie. Um, 
mildly entertaining at times, but a lot of great entertainment at times too. Uh, I will say one thing that it maybe was lacking. No doubt, no doubt it was lacking. It was the comedy. It didn't really make me laugh. The, the, there was no comedy in this film. So that hurts it, I think, when you, you think about the Marvel films, uh, not just Marvel films, but the you know the X Men universe. There's there's comedy to be had, and there just wasn't. It didn't. No, not the jokes didn't land. Uh, there was some sassy dialogue, and you know, you know, sarcastic dialogue, but nothing that was funny, at least not to me. But anyway, that's my thoughts on the New Mutants. Hopefully, you enjoyed this review. Uh, I was planning to do another movie review this week on The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise. I recently watched that movie. Uh, I really had a good time with it. I may end up doing it. I don't know if I'll get a chance to. But if not, this Friday's episode, episode 88 on the Markout Movie Podcast, we'll see me and Aaron review The Five Bloods, a Spike Lee joint. Um, and we'll also talk about Chadwick Boseman's career in life. And what he meant to us as film fans. Uh, so that's what's coming on the podcast this week. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, this is this is me, Brandon Spivey, reviewing New Mutants. Hopefully you had a good time uh, listening to me review this film and not bash it. You know, like some people are doing. I mean, I try not to bash unless I really hate something. Then it comes out like Black Christmas or the boy too, you know, something like that, that this is not on that level for me, but you know, it's not perfect either. I'm going to be honest. If it made, if I hate it, something I'm going to tell you, but if I was somewhat entertained by it, I'm going to tell you, and I was somewhat entertained by this movie. Like I said, the, the first act is the worst. If you can get through that, you can get through this movie. That's, that's what I'm telling you. But you know, but then again, there'd be some people that may just hate it as a, whole film they may just like man there was nothing here for me and if that's the case i'm you know that's the way it is sadness but that's the way it is but anyway this has been brandon spivey from the mark out movie podcast marking out with you on the new mutants if you saw it did you like it let us know in the comments or send us a message here on anchor or let us know in, on youtube this won't go out on youtube but let us know uh also if you have not done it yet, we're we're on Facebook. Uh, just look up look us up at Markup Movie Podcast. Hit a like or a follow. Send us a question if you want us to answer something on your on the podcast, and we'll be glad to do that. So, again, this has been Brandon Spivey thanking you for letting me mark out on the Markup Movie Podcast. Until next time, see you soon.